Hi there, and welcome to the Anita Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Rombo, and this is the podcast for growth-oriented women to have authentic, real talk. Nothing is off the table here, but as an intuitive self-relationship coach, you'll find the content gravitates towards mindset, intentional action, spirituality, and all things wellness. So if you're ready to learn, laugh, show up, and glow up to be the best version of yourself, grab your favorite bevy, settle in, and we've got lots to chat about. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of I Need to Chat. Friends, how many times have you heard or maybe even said to someone that you're not creative or I wish I could do that? You are so creative. I can't do that. I confess, I used to say that a lot, and I hear people saying it around me all the time, whether it be friends, family members, coaching clients. This is something that I hear often. And today's episode is all about debunking some of those myths or associations that we have around creativity. What comes to mind when you think of being creative? Today's chat is going to dive into the concept of creativity, why you are probably more creative than you think, how you can tap into the power of your creativity, and some benefits associated with creativity. I want us to walk away from this chat letting go of the limiting belief that we aren't creative and owning and stepping into our power of creativity. But before we get into it, if there's someone you care about that you think would like this episode, can you share it with them? I promise they will thank you for it later. So let's get into creativity. Creativity to me is so misunderstood. For example, when I think of creativity, what I think about is painting a masterpiece or composing a symphony, and it's not at all about that. Creativity is defined by Britannica as the ability to make or otherwise bring into existence something new, whether a new solution to a problem, a new method or device, or a new artistic object or form. So you see, we are creators every day. Anytime you pitch an idea at work, you build out a PowerPoint deck, you garden, you sew, you bake, you cook, you decorate a room, do a DIY project, reno your home, and of course, the more traditionally associated ideas of dancing, painting, writing, playing an instrument, you are tapping into creative energy. And let's not forget one of the biggest measures of our creativity. If you are a mama, you literally created a human, a human. So let's not cut ourselves short and say we are not creative. We are creators. Everyone is absolutely creative, and in fact, our very existence is all about creativity. Not a day goes by where we don't have an idea or we don't create. You don't believe me? Do an audit on your own day and see how long you can go without exercising your creative power. Don't get me wrong. Some people may be more skilled in an area than another, but we all have creative energy. Take me, for example. I am not a great artist. The form of self-expression that comes more naturally to me is writing, but both can improve with practice and time. It's about finding that outlet that works for you. And if you need a clue about what that outlet might be, think back to your early childhood days because a lot of our childhood pursuits were related to creative things. And so if there was something that you seemed to lose yourself in when you were a child, chances are that's probably something that if you were to pick up again as an adult that you might enjoy or be good at. 
our unique spark is predicated on our own individual creative contributions to this world. You are here for a reason. You are here to make a mark and to make an impact. And it might be through your creativity. Now, more than ever, after we've come out of COVID, we need to lean into our spark and our creativity, both for ourselves, but also for each other. It's essential for our well-being and development. In fact, in my free guide, The 10 Daily Habits to Love, Peace, and Success, one of those habits out of those 10 is creativity. I highly encourage you to check out this free resource. I'll link to it in the episode description, and it talks about some of those ways that you can incorporate creativity and, of course, the other nine habits easily into your day. So one of the reasons why it is so important to make creativity a daily habit or practice is because research shows that we lose our creativity as we grow older. Now, I'm going to cite a dated study, but the results of it were very profound, and it was conducted by a famous scientist, George Land. So in 1968, he conducted a research study to test the creativity of 1,600 children ranging in ages from three to five years old, and they were enrolled in a Head Start program. Now, this same creativity test he applied and devised for NASA to help them select innovative engineers and scientists. That assessment worked so well for NASA that he decided to try it on children. And he retested these same children at five years, at 10 years, and then again at 15 years. And the results were quite astounding. So with the test results amongst the five-year-olds, he found that 98% of them were deemed to be creative geniuses thinking in ways that were similar to the likes of Picasso and Mozart and Einstein. And then when he repeated this test on this same group, when they were 10 years old, the percentage went from 98 to 30. And then doing it again at 15 years old, they went down to 12. So we started off at 98% deemed to be creative geniuses, and we went down to 12% deemed to be creative geniuses by the age of 15. He also did this exact same test to 280,000 adults, and he found that 2% were deemed to be creative geniuses. So what he concluded from the study is that non-creative behavior is learned. So what that basically means is that we unlearn creativity as we grow older. And if you think about it, it makes intuitive sense, right? Think of all the pretend play and dress-ups and art projects, etc., that we did as kids. I would spend my days teaching imaginary children and writing and singing and doing all sorts of choreographed dance routines with my friends. And I see my daughter spending all of her free time doing art. I see my son really engaging in learning magic as well as playing the guitar. So this makes sense to me. I think when we get older here in the Western world, our lives tend to take on predictable paths. And the emphasis is placed on things like academia or getting a good job. And our educational system prides people on following the rules and not necessarily going against conformity and learning through experience. It makes me think of Seth Godin referring to us as cogs. So unless you could make a living out of your creativity, it has generally seemed to be frowned upon or discouraged. I think nowadays the attitudes are shifting, and this is also corroborated by some research. As we are moving out of the Industrial Revolution towards the information age, a study has shown that millennials in the ages of 18 to 35 are more likely to try a wider range of creative tasks than their older counterparts that were from the Industrial Revolution. 
So it's nice to know that collectively, it seems like the appetite towards creativity is increasing once again because it is so important for us. If you think that you are too old or it's too late to tap into your creative mojo, I want you to think again. It's never too late and creativity can absolutely be relearned. In fact, creativity is the act of unlearning or of allowing yourself to do and being lost in the doing versus the prescription and rigidity of following a framework. Creativity is like a muscle. So the more you use it, the easier it comes to you and the more you can tap into different ways of being creative. For me personally, I found that reconnecting with my creativity involved also giving myself the permission to do so. I had a really hard time with that at first, to let go of the need to be productive and to allow myself to have fun. So simply by giving yourself the permission and carving out some time to pursue creative pursuits, like some of the ones I mentioned in my free guide, will go a long way to reconnect you to your creativity. So now that we've talked about what creativity is, why it's important, how you can find your way back to it, let's talk about some of those tangible benefits of creativity. First and foremost, making time for creativity or something that you enjoy in and get lost and immersed in on a regular basis is an act of self-love. It fills your cup. It makes you feel good and balanced and grounded. And I can't overemphasize the importance of that, especially in these times. Secondly, it also promotes a feeling of fulfillment. There's something to be said about creating something from start to finish and looking at your progress and being pleased with your creative evolution. So I think that there's something to be said about pride and joy in seeing your work being done and feeling that satisfaction. Thirdly, I might be biased, but as a self-relationship coach, I think this one's super important. It promotes a connection to yourself, not only through the self-love that you get from doing the activity, but it gives you an outlet to express yourself and to get more connected with yourself and understand your feels through your work or your creation. It helps you if you're working with other people to promote a connection with others. And it also gives you bravery and courage because as you are learning to authentically express yourself through whatever you're tapping into as your medium, you know, it gives you the bravery and the courage to show up for yourself outside of that creative venture as you. And that's really wonderful. In addition to your soul dimension, tapping into your creativity also has so many benefits for your mind and body connection. When it comes to your mind, it's really great for brain health and brain function. It prevents cognitive decline or slows cognitive de decline. And studies have even shown that in musicians, they have heightened connectivity between their left and their right brain hemisphere. So what you'll see is that their brains are just rewired differently as a result of having this creative inclination. When it comes to other um, things related to our body, it relieves anxiety, it relieves stress and is a calming agent. And that also therefore helps with hormones and it helps with the level of inflammation in our body. And it's also really great for the immune system. And also, last but not least, there's so many other benefits. I will just say that tapping into our creativity really creates uh, a lot of courage and bravery in terms of expressing yourself or going off the beaten path, not necessarily doing everything by the book. And that also helps you approach situations with new perspectives. Because you're doing something that is exploratory in nature, it makes us great problem solvers. And this out-of-the-box thinking can help us in other areas of our life, for example, our professional work. So my friends, I hope I've convinced you that flexing our creative muscles is great for our wellness, our productivity, and has a ripple effect that impacts others. 
when you energetically vibe high from immersing yourself in your creative passions, you bring that vibe to others. You show up as a great role model to your kids. You give other adults permission to play and just show up to be themselves. You boss up to be your fullest and limitless potential rather than playing within the confines of man-made rules all the time. Everyone stands to benefit. My challenge for you whenever you come across this podcast episode is for you to delve out of your comfort zone and to engage in a creative pursuit this week. And if you're looking for ideas, I highly recommend that 10 Daily Habits to Love, Peace, and Success Guide because creativity is one of those habits. Again, it's linked in the episode description. And if by chance this challenge does not apply to you because you are already engaging in a creative pursuit, I want to give you a big shout out. Awesome work. Perhaps you could try adding another creative pursuit for fun. Enjoy playtime, my friends. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Anita Chat podcast. If you haven't taken a minute to leave a review, I would absolutely love to hear from you. All you need to do is to search for the show, click your star rating, and type in a few words. Also, if there's a specific topic you'd like to see covered in this podcast, if you'd like me to be your coach, or if you want to just chat, feel free to send me an email or shoot me a message through my IG, which you'll find in the show notes. The show notes will also contain any links to the freebies that were referenced in this episode. Until next time, friends, it's been great chatting with you. Thank you.